wouldn't you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This podcast is designed just for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cup so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hey there, this is Steph Morrison from The Old Schoolhouse. We are here with another episode of the Hey Mama Homeschool Show. This week we are going to talk about When Mamas Cry. Along with when, uh, I'm going to share a just a little bit about why. From my perspective, most of the time when I cry, I cry out of frustration and I am not a big crier. Now, I will sit and cry even at a movie. I live in a home with a husband and two sons and they don't seem to have that in them. But just as a mama, I I I will cry. I find shows are emotional and, and, uh, you know, sometimes even just hearing other stories like that will, will cause me to, to tear up and just, just feel that welling up of emotion and, and all that stuff is okay. And that is all stuff that I'm not really going to talk about today. What I want to focus on is why we cry as moms, uh, in parenting our kids. And, uh, when we're homeschooling, a lot of that parenting comes around to what we're doing as homeschoolers. So I had to talk about a recent time again, as I said, like, I don't really, I don't really turn to crying too often now, but you know, I used to do it more and I used to do it for unnecessary reasons. Uh, and I'll get, I'll get a bit more into that, but hang with me just as I rec- recount a little bit of what I experienced really just recently, almost like to prep me to be able to just share a little bit with you and, uh, and give you a perspective on the frustration, the tears, the overwhelm and, and how that, how that kind of fits into our life in a healthy way and how maybe it's not so healthy for for us and for our families. My recent uh, little time of crying and crying physical tears, crying out to God, just being really frustrated was during a, a learning time. You know, I had a bit of attitude from my older son who's 15 years old. That was not going smoothly and, and that, and ended not smoothly. He just walked away. I had my other son who was doing his, uh, learning work, uh, as well. And that was not going smoothly. And I honestly, I can't even remember. It was probably, you know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I can't even remember the real details, but I just remember the frustration of like, I have gone over this stuff again and again and again. And it's not going over the learning material stuff. It's going over the, you know, the approach, the process. Um, and, and what I remember from that, what got me really frustrated was just that I actually really felt like I didn't want to do this anymore. I was just so frustrated, just like we all get when we have to, when we're dealing with the same situation and it doesn't seem like it's getting better. And it's, and it's frustrating. And for a lot of people, it can seem like the reason to, uh, quit educating our kids because we have this easy out. We can, we can send them to a public school system, can't we? We can do that, uh, if we want to. And, and I've had a few times over my years where I, 
I mean, I seriously thought of that. I just knew something had to change. And so that option came up. But I, but I say seriously, hesitantly, because I didn't really seriously think of it, especially when I took the time to be with God. I did not see God leading me in that direction. In fact, I, uh, when I, when I got quiet and time with prayer and just reading his word, I, I was more impressed upon the ability of me to do it. And, and, and the fact that I am weak as a human, like I am weak. And where do I get my strength from? I get it from God. So if I find I'm weak and if I find I'm frustrated and overwhelmed, it's because I have not turned to God enough. It's because I have not given God those issues and just been okay in the waiting and the trusting and the praying. I have not, I have not made that the priority. And anytime when I have made that my priority, when I have made it, uh, where, where I know that God has the answers for me, God has the, the strength for, for me, God has the peace for me, so that I actually, I don't have to get upset if my boys are, are just simply being children. You know, they can improve in areas, but still kids are going to, what's, what's the good word here? They're going to stretch us. They're going to, they're going to push our buttons because they're our kids. They've been around us their whole lives and subconsciously, they know the things to do to maybe get us to leave them alone. That's sort of how I felt like in the situation that I dealt with recently in my home. Uh, I just felt like it was like, yeah, you know how to just really um, push my buttons to get me to get get frustrated and irritated. And God is so working me with me on those issues. So that that is the good thing these kind of outbursts and, and I get to call it an outburst. And really, I just, at that time, I, I did, I just screamed out loud to God and not scream, scream. I'm just going to say I yelled out loud to God that I do not want to do this homeschooling thing anymore, which is, which is kind of a crazy statement. It was just an emotion filled statement. It wasn't logical. It wasn't anything that I felt a lot after that, you know, after about five minutes of just calming down my emotions. It's not something I actually, I actually felt, but I did cry that out to God. And what came right after that out of my mouth was, but I know you want me to. I don't want to do this anymore, but I know you want me to. And it, and it came out. <laughs> Right, right after that, it was just this response to knowing that God is the one that's leading this family. And it's, it's not really me. I'm doing it in, in the way that God wills it. At least that's what I aim to do. And, uh, and, and I'm not perfect at that in, in every way, but that's what I really want to do. See what God's will is for our family. And I know God's will is for, for my boys to be, educated at home or and ed- educated with a godly education uh and and not the influence of what the public school system has and actually not even really the setting of any you know even a private school it's that's that's not what i even see my boys wanting i actually looked that route a number of years ago too. It's like, I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I work from home and I was working from home then. I was just looking for a way to like, I just need a little bit more time in my day. Could I have them going to a school? And, and, you know, it just didn't, it did not feel right. The school was fine. The little private school was actually a church school within the church I was going to. And, and the school part was fine, but I wasn't, 
I wasn't really going to be living that educational life with them like I can when I'm the one guiding their education. So that's just a few little my personal experiences of, of being frustrated and, and how I deal with that. Now, crying is an emotion. It's a way to express ourselves. It's not anything that you should feel guilty about. And even if you've got people making you feel guilty because you cried over a specific, uh, thing like that, you, you can just stand firm that, that God gave you those emotions and God gave you those emotions to be able to maybe just know where you're going in your life. Maybe you figure out, hey, this is the wrong direction. Maybe you figure out you just need to be a little bit stronger. This is the direction, but I just need to be a little bit bit stronger, right? And not feel so vulnerable to these little triggers that frustrate me or um, get me angry. Uh, we can totally control that stuff. We can, I, I pretty much have have uh, concluded I can only control it with God. I've, I've tried to do it before I knew God, <laughs> tried to do it even when I knew God and just didn't, didn't turn to him. We need our heavenly father to just guide us in the right direction and help us with not letting our emotions actually control our lives. Now, again, the emotions are there. We're going to get angry once in a while. We're going to get, and, and just how that anger comes out, that's something we can get better and better at. Anger itself is not, is not a bad thing. How we express it can be, especially if it gets out of control. Same thing with just crying. Crying is not a bad thing. It is an emotion God gave every human being. So it's something we should be doing once in a while. That's something that's part, part of our, our makeup, um, that how God created us, then that's something we should be doing once in a while. What we can learn and, and what I've learned a little bit and, you know, looking in my past and how I've grown and what God showed me is that we can actually cry unnecessarily. God's word just has so much, um, in it to share all the different emotions that we have and that are okay to have. Okay to have emotions, but, but let's not dwell in them. Let's not let our emotions guide our decisions. Um, whatever those emotions may be, might be. We also might be crying to incite others to feel sorry for us and to make others feel guilty or remorseful, remorseful for their actions. And this is not, again, it's just identifying why are you crying? And it's not saying that this would be a wrong reason, but it's not generally the strength that God gave you. So, so know that if it, that if you tend to get, get to the point of crying because you're, you're maybe feeling like, um, others aren't treating you very well or that you are needing something and those in your family are not giving it to you, uh, know that there is other ways to do that. Again, before I had tools to express myself better, I, I would cry because I just, again, I didn't know. I didn't really know what to do. That's, I, I just felt the emotion and I would cry more because I, I did not feel, um, happy and content in, in that situation, in that conversation, in even sometimes my, my requests for something from my spouse or requests from something for my kids were just like, just like completely ignored and that'll happen. We're all, we're all human and that's going to happen in your family. And that is going to be a source of maybe where you're crying. Um, and, and it's, 
And it's not a bad source. Again, actually, let's, how about we just not think of any crying that we may do as, as wrong or, um, as, as wrong or anything that we should actually feel guilty about. There is, however, we do want to, as, as Paul tells us, he has learned to be content in every situation. And that is one, uh, part of scripture. I, I repeat that regularly. I want to be content in every situation. Does it mean I need to be happy and overjoyed? Does it mean I need to approve of what's going on? It, it doesn't, but I can be content. Content doesn't mean joyful, happy, a big smile on your face. It just means you are not swayed by your emotions. I have learned to be content, whatever is going on. So I have kind, kind of feel like with the heart of a servant. That is what I really try to do. With the heart of a servant, we can serve our family with God's love. And aren't we directed to, to do that just as Christians? We are directed to to be a servant to others. And certainly that is what the mom role is about. We really are. We should be, we should be serving our family in whatever, whatever way it is that, that God wants us to serve them. And sometimes serving others is, uh, unrewarding, (laughs) unrewarding outside of God's grace in our lives. Sometimes that servant heart, whether it's with our families or in any other situation, sometimes that servant heart uh, does leave us kind of lonely and it can uh, make us feel like what we want, what we feel in our life is not, is not really important. But that is the servant life. That's, I believe, what Jesus felt a lot. I believe as we hear about the apostles and, and their stories spreading the good news and helping church families. I think they, they often felt like they were alone and that they really had to do, um, certain things that they did not want to do, but they were doing it to advance the kingdom of Christ. And isn't that what we're kind of doing with our family? Uh, that should be our closest closest connection with advancing the kingdom of Christ and how we raise our children and and how we are with anybody in our family, how we are in our marriage. We are advancing the kingdom of Christ and we can't do it really well if we're crying unnecessarily. So that unnecessarily is different for me than it is for you. But let's just ponder that and think on that of what what really is the unnecessarily. We gotta lay aside our own agenda to serve others. It's kind of one of one part of a servant heart. Um, but we also need to establish boundaries for that giving nature. So that is a big thing. And, and I think we can read that a lot just as parents, um, not even home, home education, not even as we're doing the, the homeschooling thing. Um, but to set ba- boundaries for that, for how we serve others. Because that can turn to a lot of frustration and we can feel overwhelmed and we can feel disappointed and uh, uh, that can lead to maybe some unnecessary crying. So ask God to help you identify where healthy boundaries will grow your relationship rather than limit them. So those that, you know, there's lots of boundaries we put in our lives that are not healthy, 
that are not, that are actually impeding relationships. And we, we don't want that, right? We don't want that with our kids. We don't want that with our husbands. We, we don't want that even with our extended family or really any, any person that we have a relationship with. We want to be able to grow and nurture those relationships to, to whatever they're, they're meant to be. Um, so one of the things that I have found most helpful is generating compassion because it's not always easy to feel compassion. That is what we really need to do. We need to feel compassion for others. So if they are in a situation where you're starting to feel really frustrated, especially as might happen with our children, right? We just need to, we just need to feel compassionate towards them. And in whatever way that the situation, uh, the situation is for that moment, compassion is, is kind of your, your out, right? It's where we need to ask God for that help in getting the perspective of compassion. I like that one. I'm going to use that one in my head a lot. I want the perspective of compassion. Uh, in John, it says, he must become greater and I must become less. So that is uh, John the Baptist saying that about Jesus. Um, and that's something that we should be saying. He must become greater. I want to have more of Jesus and, and less of me. And then when that happens, I'm not going to cry as much. Doesn't mean I'm not going to cry at all because that's appropriate. Crying is, is not a problem. Crying in front of our family is not a problem. Crying, crying for whatever reasons. That's, that's not wrong. Um, and it wasn't wrong for Jesus to cry either. I'm sure he did it lots of times. We do hear about it in scripture. So there is, you know, it's, it's, it's there for us to know. For me, Jesus seems a lot stronger than what I am in trying situations. So he must become greater and I must become less. And then here's another servant uh, verse scripture. So Matthew, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Um, so I am going to leave you with those, with those two verses and uh, just with that perspective on compassion and and to really just confirm that when you cry, that is not wrong. That is an emotion that God gave us. So uh, don't be afraid to cry. In fact, we have more problems if we uh, really try to hide in our tears um, than when, when, we, when we don't. When we just cry because crying feels right at the time. But you know, let's try this together. Let's try to just not cry unnecessarily. Look at these reasons why, why, why that emotion may be welling up on us and decide, can I, can I be compassionate in this situation and not, and not have it lead to tears? So hopefully that, that is something that works for you and something that you can use in your own life, you can go and see the show notes at homeschoolshow.com and you'll see this 
this episode as well as many others. I also wanted to mention about our homeschool college directory. So we have the homeschool college directory. And in this directory, you are going to find uh, a listing of colleges and universities and other higher education institutions that are, are there for that more advanced training for whatever that kids might want to do um, in their lives. And these colleges are vying for the attention of homeschoolers. Why? Well, because they're usually a lot better in that secondary school, uh, post-secondary school environment. Um, they're, they're better students and they're, uh, in the sense that they are usually individual learners. Go check out homeschoolcollegedirectory.com. Lots of listings of colleges and universities there. Lots of other um, resources that you can have, articles, and and help just in the different stages of preparing, planning, and uh, going to a post-secondary learning institution. Our upcoming episodes, What Kind of Homeschooler Am I? That is coming up. Christine's going to be hosting that one. Uh, the one after that, generational homeschooling and uh, second generation homeschoolers. That is from Deborah Wooler and she has lots of insight in this topic. Coming up at the beginning of October is internet learning a good thing. Uh, and that show is just going to go over different options available. Internet learning can be a good thing. And how do we use that? Well, I'm going to close us off right now in prayer and just pray for you in your home education life. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to just share my thoughts on and, and my experiences and this emotion that you've given us of crying and how how we can just learn to be have that servant heart and not let emotions overwhelm us but use them effectively god you've given us these emotions and we we thank you for that and we thank you for how you've created us and and just guide us to just be the be the way that you've created us you're the only one that can guide us the best in that way Help us to spend time with you. Help us to pray uh, with you, talk with you, open your word and just hear what you have to say to us. Help us to keep a regular conversation going in our homes of you and our faith and that our children get to express their faith and just what, what you are in their lives at the different stages of them growing up. We are so blessed to be able to educate our kids at home. And we thank you that you have called us, not just to you um, as, as a Christian, as a follower, but you have called us to be parents that, that can truly enjoy living this educational life with our kids. We thank you and give you the glory for every good and perfect gift. In Jesus' name, amen. <music>